you know, we went from we went from like thrash metal in the eighties and then we progressed to like literally having leads as riffs. Yeah, yeah. It's like a lot more forward thinking musicianship. You know? Yeah. And it's like why not? Like not every song needs to be needs to be uh like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, yeah. bridge, solo, chorus, verse, you know? Yeah. It doesn't need to be like that. Like breaking the mold is part of music creation and keeping people not only engaged, but like, you know, keeping people excited about music. I think that's why we listen to the music we do. I mean that we're so partial to this stuff cause that's, it's kind of always ever evolving. And we're live. Hey, hi. How are you? Hi. I feel like I just, I feel like I haven't seen you in like 10 minutes. Yeah, it's been a while. We've grown <laughs> quite a bit since then. We so both went to talk about. and filled Nature's Calling. Um, you know, uh, if you're wondering about uh, prostates or anything, ours are golden. Golden. So far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah. Okay. Um, but welcome back to the Face Splitter Podcast. Okay. We're back and we're here and we're we're t- we're we're kicking ass and we're taking names and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> okay, and we have Lacroix like sophisticated bitches. Yeah, this is probably my favorite one too. So I'm glad lime? you grabbed this. Yeah, this is the one that's the worst because Costco gives you more than more like they give you tons of limes because they're trying to get rid of them. Oh, uh, okay. I don't. Sorry, man. This isn't my favorite anymore. I hate it. Thank you. <laughs> change your change your personal opinion about things for me. All right. Um, but yeah, uh, welcome back to the show. What do we got? We're already on episode four, dude. Episode, yeah. D- in your wildest dreams, would you think you had four bona fide podcast episodes? It's a dream come true. That's for sure. Yeah. We're just showering in money. Yeah. This you is, know? yeah, that's what we had to sit closer because it's starting to pour in out of the walls. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice. Yeah, the reason we had to sit closer is because we really don't know how to anything about photography, and we looked at the like other videos and we're like, wow. We're um, like, the closer. first video, we're literally on the end end of like, oh yeah, the frame. It's like we didn't really know each other, yeah. so that's cool. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, sort of like poetic. We're bringing it to closer. closer yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they'll know when we're really making money because we have like nice watches and stuff on. Which nice watches. Cool, so. Yep. You know, I forgot to wear my watch, dude. I have a silver Casio watch. I mean, it, it's silver, dude. I don't know if it's real silver. But it's 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 a working man's watch. Dude. Okay, yeah, and I'm not a watch person, but I do know Casio is a very good brand. So, Thank you. Yeah. Very reliable. I mean, Casio, Rolex, Patek Orig- Philippe. Yeah, they're all they're up there. So that's rival cool. each other. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. People were making fun of me at work the other day. Yeah, well, call me broke. You know, what your dad do to you as a kid? Wow. I all over a watch. It's pretty when they knew it's top tier, dude. It is, and it glistens, man. It yeah. glistens. Even the silver plastic. Can you wear it next time, maybe? I'll wear it, and okay. I'll even show off the electroluminescence that it has in it. In fact, it's the same watch that Hopper wears in Stranger Things, if you're into that kind of type of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I have a piece of movie me- uh, show memorabilia. Wow. Okay. I didn't realize who I was sitting next to. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and it's probably waterproof, too. I think it's water resistant. Resistant. Okay. <laughs> So same thing. I took it in the cold plunge one time and it was okay. So it didn't freeze. It didn't freeze and it, it was okay. Sure. Okay. So. That's good. 
good litmus test then, I guess. Let me uh, wet my whistle there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, glad to have you guys back. We are really excited to showcase some guitarists and stuff, what we usually do. And um, But uh, how you been since I've seen you last in 10 minutes? To give, me, give me a breakdown of everything that happened to you. Um, I turned my phone off of airplane mode so I could Got send it. some texts out. I played your Harley Benton guitar. I don't know what that model is. I think it's, I think it's a like a T E fusion. I thought it was a F R E E F R E E. It's definitely given to free. Um, and then, oh yeah, I peed just like you did. So. Okay, perfect. Yep, yep. we've double tapped on it. that so people know. You know, get your uh, what is it? Um, Ginkgo Balboa, Saw Palmetto. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so. First off, I do want to thank every all of our listeners though for uh you know tuning in, checking out this podcast. You know, we're really just we're really just two friends that we this is how we talk per, like period when we go to the bar or like when we just hanging out. Um yeah. and we just we it always ends up being like oh, have you seen this guitar? Have you seen the new Ibanez line? Have you uh like um if you heard about the, like the the new album of X, uh, and then and then on top of that, we just make fun of each other. So yeah. like this podcast literally embodies like a lot of our day to day together. Would yeah, you agree? absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, and you're one of the few people that I I know has like the extensive knowledge that you do about music. So and and it's sometimes in like way different directions that I know. So right, like, I always get hyped to hang out with you. And we can like yeah. nerd out about that stuff. I mean, I get super hyped because I'm like, oh, this guy's going to like get, tell me about a million different bands that I have no <laughs> idea. Like, but then on the way home, like, I think you were the one that showed me Era. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I remember I was like, I think we, we were at, I think when you showed me Era, it had to be, it might've been after that SoCo competition, like years ago. Yeah. And, um, and then I just like plugged it in, man. And I've been hooked ever since. Yeah. They're really good. And the, um. Snowblind was it? Snowblood, like yeah. yeah. And the yeah, they did like a self-titled album, which was like one of the best like metal albums I've I've ever heard. Every song is amazing. Every song, yeah. Just even the stuff that's not crazy technical, and because he's yeah. like his name's Jesse Cash, the guy that writes all their music, and all his stuff is just noted for being out of this world. And there's so many just cool melodies in that song that are really, or in that whole album that I really like. And then they did um whatever a, a deluxe edition of it where they released like five or six more songs and a few more covers like they did a nine inch nails cover and Dang. um like an audio slave cover and they're all good i mean they're all just yeah it's sick i listen to that album probably every day like something from it do you I just love everything about it <laughs> it's yeah it's the best i think that's the mark of a good album too because it's like you know every album if you were to ask me like what my favorite albums are of those albums, like those, what they have in common is that every song is like something that I could listen to at all times. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. Do you have one? Is there like anything that you're like, man, that? Album I mean, did we it for we me. talked about it a couple yeah, episodes time. ago. Was Nightbringers for me for sure? That was your favorite Black Dahlia. Yeah, it's my favorite yeah. Black Dahlia, and it's just like I think it just came at the right time for me. Like the guitar work on it is fantastic. It introduced me to, it got me excited to play guitar again, but I think all of the songs are fantastically written. Whereas like verminous, I think there's a couple that are great, yeah, but they're not all my cup of tea. Right. Um, another one would be, uh, Oh yeah. Another one is, this is like going way back, but he's one of my influences, despite what many of you think got it. Um, but <laughs> Ted Nugent's double live gonzo. Oh, okay. every song. So like, there's 
it's like let's talk about classic rock for a second. You have Peter Frampton's original recordings, right? Um, and then you have what he's famous for, the live versions. Um, from Frampton um, comes alive. I think it's I forget, mm-hmm. but his live versions where you know you hear um, he uses all the uh, the what's the thing called where you like talking to it the the sound thing that's oh like, like a, a tube. sound box yeah like it's a sound box yeah thing. what is that called I can't I don't know what it's called yeah, yeah. we're idiots but anyways <laughs> his live version is is what he's known for and because he took the songs to the next level Ted Nugent did that on Double Live Gonzo if you want to get a taste of like guitar work that has never been emulated before in my opinion um check out double live gonzo right off the bat i mean like with he's got the weirdest names for some of his songs but like wang dang sweet poon yeah like <laughs> stuff like that they are it is it is a type of guitar leads that you've never heard ever and it's not like you think oh ted Nugent, classic rock it's not like that it, they are totally next level. And the thing is, the unfortunate thing is Ted Nugent has such like a a bad rap of like his politics and being basically an asshole yeah. that he doesn't get the credit, I think, as a guitarist. Sure, so yeah. that's one of mine. He's um, kind of like how Aaron Lewis is now. Yeah. But he's like actually re- very, very talented. Right. So, yeah. It's like, it's, it's funny how that can, it doesn't, it doesn't take away from your talent because that yeah. is going to be with you forever but how people perceive your talent right sure and maybe if you don't have a lot of talent you have to lean into those like socio-political economic issues i mean to, like, that's gain a social media in a nutshell yeah. right yeah well because i feel like that's how a lot of like stand-up comedy is now too is like they don't really t- tell a joke per se it's like very just like yeah you'll get some people that aren't really funny yeah you know i've heard I, i've actually heard about this about comedians and stuff like they they're not good. Some of them aren't good. So then to get notoriety, they do it. They do that stuff. Sure. Or like, yeah. I mean, I don't like comedians that just have to be super annoying. Yes. To be funny. You know, I think we talked about that before. Like Dimitri Martin and all those ones. Like he's actually like very, like he seems very smart and like. Yep. You know, maybe it isn't the quintessential joke that you're looking for with the punchline, like easy listening. Yeah. Some of like those performances, I watch them again. I'm like, oh, that's why that's funny. Like it takes me right. sometimes a few goes at it to like really know what it is yeah so like we talked about nate bargazzi too yeah clean guy and just the the farthest thing from annoying yeah and his jokes like hit you they just they almost like slap you because he you he's so unassuming yeah he's very like self-deprecating yeah he just talks about how dumb he is i mean it's the best (laughs) it really is the stuff he talks about is it's very relatable too he's like i've been trying to lose weight you know um (laughs) you know before a special and then before you know it you're doing it it's or something like (laughs) i'm not doing it justice but yeah you know and you just don't see he's got that southern draw and you're like where where is this going yeah boom yeah he's great but um okay I don't know where we were going with that, but there's something I do want to bring up. Um, Ibanez, 2023 guitars. Dude, I want to take a look at these with you because Ibanez a couple years have been okay, right? Um, they ESP, in my opinion, has had some sick rollouts in terms of some actual game-changing, maybe not game-changing, but like good-looking stuff. Yeah. Like they've been making a couple alterations and like making their 1987s look great um, and stuff like that. And like they have the new arrow, well, not new, but they're like upgrading the arrow line and stuff and that looks great. But Ibanez, maybe just because of what Ibanez is, like they're just so known for the RG or, you know, um, yeah. it, I feel like, Maybe with Ibanez, you well, 
off the bat, you and I are I, we're yeah, Ibanez guys. My, yeah, hundred percent. My favorite uh, guitar manufacturer is Ibanez. Do you have any others like that you would say that I would like next? Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jackson's really making a comeback. You know, I mean, not that they were like They're just kind of expensive. on the decline. Yeah, but they, but I really like the um, the Dave Davidson Warriors. Dude, have um, you seen the yellow one? Yeah, that's like my favorite one actually. Oh, I think it's seven string, right? Yeah, oh, dude. He says, I mean, he's one of my favorite guitars too. But he's uh, he's got that one. He has a really nice uh, like natural wood finish one. And I think um, Pat Sheridan from Fit for an Autopsy has it. And he also just got a pink one made too, which looks fucking dude. Bad. Now so. we're talking. So I'd say those. Or um, I mean, we talked about in the last one about the Ernie Balls. Those are sick. I've only ever right. played like the Sterling variants of those guitars. So I don't really know like how great they are. Sure. They just look awesome and some of the best shredders in the world play them. So you can only just assume right. the quality of them. But yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I'm trying to really think. Yeah, the reputation definitely precedes them because like you see everybody playing one of those yeah. or just like any any Ernie Ball, you know, or Music Man or whatever. Um, and I mean, they're obviously solid built machines because people yeah. love them yeah right big time so yeah. the the ibanez like la custom shops are really cool just see what people come up with yeah um you know, like we talked about jesse cash he's got some pretty solid seven strings made yeah and you know the only thing that bothers me about ibanez is like i don't feel like they go crazy what i mean but you don't i mean if you love ibanez you already love ibanez for what they make yeah but um you know when they roll out new stuff it's like, oh yeah, new design, new fretboard. They put the ivory, they put the um, you know, the vine with the leaves on there and stuff. And it's like, okay, but um, but otherwise, I mean, they're just such great machines. And I feel like in a world of overpriced everything, yeah, the Ibanez are still at least like, at least kind of there. I mean, it, they still make an affordable guitar. You can like, still get a Japanese-made guitar under a thousand dollars, which is pretty. Yeah, and that's I mean, pretty good. I say under a thousand dollars. It's the the Genesis is nine ninety nine. Yeah. So maybe maybe you can find a little you know a little um, what do I try a little coupon code. Sure. I'm not saying I did that and ripped Guitar Center off of like two hundred fifty dollars, but I mean you never, could do never. that. You could do that. Somebody could. Somebody Another could person do that. With okay. A hat on could do that. You know. Yeah. Um, um, but but you're right. I mean, under like it's a really good price point, and they they even come with better pickups now. Like I've seen a lot of the ones they roll out with have the Fishman. Fluence ones. Oh, the active, uh, the Fluence Moderns. Yeah, yeah, those are rad. Those and are getting huge. I mean, they're like, oh yeah, they're coming. I think, I think this one actually has one on it. Is that um, what it is in the bridge? So this is what we're gonna look at. We're gonna look at the 2023. I don't think this is 2023 line, but this is just kind of like a highlight of some of the 2023 Ibanez lines that they came out. Came out with. Um, there's this Axe Design Lab, and it seems like they're making some stuff. It looks like a certain line. Um, there it is. And then this is the one that is i think probably one i'm gonna buy after the so show sick. yeah i'm gonna buy <laughs> yeah. this after this i uh, love i mean it has the gold hardware too yeah is it the jake bone one or is it just like you know, it doesn't say because like it's a third party um there's a third party uh website let's see jumbo uh so this is the it, uh, listed on the website it's act design lab rga 622 xh and oh, for yeah. Okay. yeah, for you guys just listening, it's like it's a prestige and it's got the RG body. It's an RGA, right? Um, so it's got that uh, that top to it. And then 
it's it's got oh yeah, gold floating trim, um, white pickups. One of the one, the next pickup the neck pickup is a um, it's like a hot rail. It's probably yeah. come with Demarzios in it. Honestly, they um, look like it. Yeah, Demarzio Air Norton and Tone Zone HS pickup combo. So it's an HS design, and you can tell. You know, a lot of people. I'm starting to see these more and more. Like you can see that the 24th fret is right here. So this must go up to 27 on the high end. So 27 high end probably here. And then damn, this is a good, good looking guitar, dude. Is there going to be a seven string version? Maybe. I I mean, you could call them and be like, can you make me one? And then it'll cost you six G's. But what? what, what, what Pretty famous podcaster. Yeah. we're pretty. I mean, we're getting brand deals left and right. If they made that thing seven string with, uh, with the gold plating and like a Evertune, that would, that be, would sick. be my shit right there. Yeah, because you're 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 not huge into the floating trims. I I do like the versatility of them, but I genuinely find them to be a huge pain in the ass. But you're and just one are. of those people that can like you know overcome that. I just <laughs> stick a battery in it, and then it <laughs> fucking blocks it off and never do anything with it. Hello, friends. I want to talk to you about Mayono microphones and audio equipment. Have you ever wondered how Matt and I sound so good despite just having two brain cells collectively? It's because we trust Mayono microphones for our podcast audio and recording needs. We sport two Mayono PD200X USB XLR microphones and BA90 suspension arms in studio. And guess what? You can have them too for super cheap. Right now, when you use the code FASE10 at Mayono.com, you will get... 10% off the entire store. You heard me right. 10% off everything. This equipment is already a phenomenal value, and it just got even cheaper. Be sure to head over to mayona.com and use the code FASE10 at checkout. Link in the show notes, everyone. All right, back to the show. I think I actually have in my... So I have an Ibanez RGD. Okay. Um, so it's a seven string and it, um, it actually kind of looks, it looks like a lot. This. I mean, yeah. it just doesn't have the gold hardware. You're pretty yeah, similar. It's all just black. Yeah. But it, um, I actually bought, I think it's an Ibanez manufactured piece of like a block that goes in there. Yeah. So it's like softer. So it doesn't actually screw up any of your, um, your adjustments or anything, but oh. yeah, I mean, you just put it in there and blocked it off, but it's really funny cause I took it to a store here in town that says that they're, you know, a licensed Ibanez um tech what how you get licensed i don't know but they i was like man how did you do that he's like i just put it in there and he's like that'll be a hundred bucks and i was like i okay. Dude, i'm telling you like i should just like trims i guess because yeah, right? that'd be easier than just dishing out a hundred <laughs> bucks every time dude um yeah guitar techs and guitar uh repairmen will they'll take you to the bank man yeah for some for like it be, it's 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 and i feel like it's purely based on it's like the knowledge i have that you don't have yeah, hundred percent. It costs this much money. Yeah, like it's not hard to do. It's, n- it's just no. Like how much do you? You're feel not like building a house. Yeah. Like yeah, it's 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 technical because you're dealing with like intonation and you know all of that stuff and exact spacing and stuff. But yeah. the thing is, it's like changing a trim block or changing a pickup is literally a trim block is screws. Yeah. A pickup is just soldering. Mm-hmm. And then making sure everything fits, right? Because you got to yep. make sure if you have F-spaced versus G-spaced um, stuff. And then also, you know, something about like about switching pickups. If you use pickup rings, well, that's not really a pickup ring. But on the RG Genesis, the pick guard is what supports the um, the pickups, right? Like the housing of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's the stock 
the stock pickups in an Ibanez are F-spaced at the bridge, but the thing is they're really small. So when you throw an F-space pickup, like I bought, put Seymour Duncan's in there, they don't fit through the pickguard. Oh, the pickguard yeah, is right. made for the F-spaced from Ibanez. Oh. So I had to like try yeah, to make it as inconspicuous it as possible. Yeah. I had to like sand it down. So, I mean, that's something... That's that's kind of the fun part about like doing your own guitar stuff. You figure it out. The DIY right? stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you think the pickups would just be like you snap it in there and that's it. You know, it's a only magnet. if, right? You're like, I don't understand how that's not part of it. I mean, that's why I think I think the guitars I'm going to buy now are going to be, or at least I'm going to try, uh, like mounted on the body. Yeah, those those look good too. Yeah, it does look cool. Um, headless. What do you think about headless? This is the Q five four seven. Yeah, a thousand dollars. I mean, aesthetically, I'm like, eh, it looks okay, but yeah. it it might be just amazing to play too. Yeah, and then I'm not fond of the pickguard on it, to be honest with you. It's kind of like cars. I mean, if it's an ugly car, sure, but like it might just handle really well. You're like, man, I can't live without this. Yeah. I think it's how some instruments probably are. It's how, like, I mean, a lot of the guitars I've played, like when I first saw that RGD, I was like, this is the best guitar, and I still think it is. It's <laughs> the best Ibanez they've ever had. And, like, I wish they just came out with that same version every And just year. did that. I'm sure that's how they, I'm sure a lot of guitarists yeah. out there are like, I wish they would just keep making this, dude. But they keep doing weird shit with it. I'm like, I'm never going to buy another one. They look dumb. Yeah. I mean, Ibanez is interesting because they got to be, like, they got to keep up. Yeah. They got to, um, but then they got, I feel like they have so many staples and it's yeah. hard for them to evolve. I wish they would just kind of like be like, yo, this is what we're making and this is what we're sticking with. Cause it works. Yeah. It, you know, you see that in other manufacturers, like, um, for sure. Like even Schecter, it's like, okay, we have the sun Valley super shredder. It works. We're done. Like yeah. we have the Hellraiser. It works. We're done. We'll like, we'll throw a sustainiac in there. We'll do this and that maybe up, update the, the screws on the tram or something, but we're not getting crazy. Yeah. You know? And I, the thing that, I'd say one of the drawbacks that I've seen with Ibanez is like the, do you, do you ever play one of the iron labels? I haven't. No. I, so I had one before and it was, it was very, very just basic looking. It was like an all wood finish, no inlays, no fret markers or anything. I love that guitar, oh. but it was, I mean, the action wasn't great. You could do a lot to it to make it better. But yeah. It, it served its purpose, but it was only like a $500 guitar. So like if you want a seven string that sounded decent and had somewhat decent sustain if you put the right tension strings on it. Yeah. It was a good guitar. But then I felt like within two years they're like, Hey, we're making iron labels that are over a thousand and twelve it's like it's supposed to be an affordable version of that's the point of it, right? Yeah. Like this is kind of crazy how expensive they're I mean, I know it's more expensive to make guitars on than it's ever been, but Right. Um I like this next one. This is So that's I why I stopped this one. Hey man, I know this is your thing. The F R H one zero N. If I'm not mistaken, this is like based off the Tim Henson. Yeah. Um, the one that he uses and just rips. I think this is like the non signature type. I think so too. So and it um it doesn't I mean it has everything I like about it too. I actually like that you can't see any of the pickups. I like that the fret markers are offset. Yep. Um is it nylon string? Yeah. It is nylon it string. It is, yeah. So it's, this this is the cheaper non signature yeah. model version of Tim Henson's Oh, okay. So yeah, Bridges electric play playability and dimensions to nylon string guitars. Because his his fretboard has like the like the rose like the the gem or whatever that's called. Oh, that's it's got Steve the vine, I, the vine, yeah. and like the leaves on it. Which is kind of not really like my aesthetic, I guess. I really yeah. like no frills and simplicity, and then it just sounds amazing. And I've seen so many people 
maybe next time we can do this, like pull up some of the videos people have posted with these. They mm -hmm. just sound so awesome. Yeah. I really, really like it. And I've been playing kind of that style a lot lately and doing I heard it you my... pick up the bend. I heard you I heard you hitting it. I've been slapping it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have a my acoustics a Baton Rouge, which is kind of like a I don't know how well known they are, but I really love that guitar. And that's another one that's I think I paid less than six hundred bucks for it. And I've yeah. had Taylor's and uh, Martin's and I and think you like this one better? Hell yeah, I think it plays okay. way better. And it's um, a cutaway too, so you just oh, it's not I an mean, Argonaut body. Yeah, it just yeah, it just plays really nice and yeah, I, I yeah, um, I'm I'm really I I don't play acoustic. I mean, and I'm I'm like unapologetic about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I I just play electric. So this, but this this is something that this is something that actually like kind of grabs my eye. Does it give a price on this one? Oh, five ninety nine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like kind four, of four ninety nine. That's maybe, not bad. Yeah, it's kind of like you gotta strike while the iron's hot with this one because I feel that. I mean, Tim Henson's only getting more popular. Yeah. So then next year they're <laughs> it's gonna do they're gonna do the same thing they did with the iron labels. It's gonna be fifteen hundred dollar guitar that dude. So, all right. Well, that so we just looked over some Ibanez models. Um, you know, there's the AZ models too, which you know, historically when I you know I did a video about um, you know the Ibanez uh, RG and like the history of it like the genesis yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. and then um and then they t i talked about a little bit about like the az and stuff and how it came about and a lot of this stuff was just like based off the based off the original rg that was made and then um you know they got the az's that kind of broke off from it and these there was even like an az i believe that had a 24 fret but now they're usually like 20 22 22 yeah and you know what these guitars are actually hit a pretty good market because it's like they're more than a strat a little bit hotter than a strat right but yeah. they're, but but you don't have a floating trim you don't have a locking uh tremolo and you're not you're most likely not getting like you're not gonna get like your fish 